Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Puff Puff Pass. My name's Christian. I'm joined here with Sahara. This is a show where we talk about our favorite movies, the good and the bad, and we want to wish you Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! And it Happy Holidays! Happy and Hol- a Happy New Year! Yeah! And all of that. But since it is Christmas, there is one thing I wanted oh. to do. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sahara told me about this before we started recording. She was like, I have something special for you on the show. And I'm like, oh, boy. It's, it, it's the holiday-themed penis pulverizer. Merry Christmas. What is this? I saw this wrapped up over there. I thought this was for your family or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this that, yeah. that, that, that one we saw the other yeah. day? Oh, my God. Where'd you go get this? I remember when it was doing finals week, and I was like, oh, oh, I don't think I told you I went to the store. No. But, yeah. You lied to me. Yeah, I had one final that day, so I went home, and then I was like, okay, I need to go buy this and wrap it up. For Christian knows about it. Right, yeah, we've recently started expanding our uh, record um, collection, and uh, I saw this one at the store the other day. It's uh, called Spectacular Space Hits, featuring music from 2001 A Space Odyssey, Star Trek, Star Wars. Uh, it, it lists Star Wars and then The Empire Strikes Back, so I assume that to mean Episode 4 and then 5, Superman, and Close Encounters. But uh, looks pretty cool. We'll put it on our Twitter. Yeah, I, think, I love it. Thank you. You should have waited for Christmas. No, I wanted to do this for the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Also, it, it is episodes four. It's a cantina band. Mm. And then just the theme, Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. Yeah. Give me a kiss. Mm. <laughs> All right, everyone. I don't have anything for you. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was more than even. I mean, do you want to open your gift no, over there? You no, can. No, hey. that's for after. Oh, you should. Why? You should open it now. You'll be mad. Uh, no, I still have your other gift. Are you sure? Yeah, go open okay. it now. You'll love it. I promise you on God you're going to love this. Bring it over here, though. Guys, it's a Funko Pot of Remy with his little ratatouille. Oh, it's so cute, babe. Oh, God, you liked it. You I saw this you. months ago. Yeah, I saw like, it a long time ago. Yeah, you were like, I oh. want it. Oh my gosh, that is so sweet of you. We have quite the collection of Funko Pops. Yeah, those will probably also be on Twitter one day. <laughs> but yeah, I went because you got me mm-hmm. uh, one about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Sahara's um, wedding gift to me was a Funko Pop, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just want to point that out. <laughs> but yeah, I figured you'd like this one. Mm-hmm. Do you? I do. It's so sweet of you. Thank you so much. You're going to put it on your desk at your big girl job? I might. It's just might. Do you, do you take I want to take them out. Oh, what? I like them taken out. I don't like them in the box. What? Yeah. All right, here. Do you want to take My them out? My sister's a big collector of them, too. Yeah, we got to go add it to the collection. Guys, I have a Diana Funko Pop, so that's what it says about me. <laughs> Today... We were talking about the 2001 movie. I didn't know this came out in 2001. Did this was say 2001? Or 2000, 2000, sorry. <laughs> 2000, the other thing was... Uh, no, sorry. Uh, it was because of the album has 2001 on it or yeah. something about it. But uh, no, uh, I didn't know this came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm older than this movie. I mean, I figured I was older, yeah. but like not just barely. I was mm-hmm. born in 2000. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Woo-hoo. Directed by Ron Howard. Which we've had on this podcast what did, before. What, who did, what did Ron Howard direct? He directed Solo, a Star, Star Wars, Wars story. story. So if you haven't heard that episode, it's one of our earlier ones. I definitely go check it out. He also directed A Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. That movie's really good. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I watched it in um, History Through Film, I think. No, we, not History Through Film. I was going to say, we, I was say we never watched it. No, 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 I watched it in my psychology class. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Sorry, you have uh, I was fixing a page in your notes here. I'll stop it. 
No. <laughs> he also directed the uh, Da Vinci Code mm-hmm. and, like we said, solo Star Wars story. Uh, screenplay uh, adapted by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman. So. As well as Doctor. Well, he Sloan. he wrote it. He died. Oh, of, he died of throat cancer decades before this came out. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Did, did you not know how he died? No. Okay. Anyway. This movie had a hundred twenty three million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much this movie made? How much? Three hundred forty five point one million dollars. It's a lot of money. It's a lot, especially just for this movie. So I didn't write down who was starring in it. I just thought we could look it up. That's fine. Did you know that Anthony Hopkins is the narrator? No, I did not know. That was so wild. Yeah, to find out. So we're watching Westworld for the first time right now. We're, mm-hmm. We just started season two. Mm-hmm. We love that first season. Oh, that, that, so that good. was that was insane. Uh, so. Dr. Seuss's widowed wife had a lot of uh, demands before Mm. even giving the rights up to this movie, which he was so bad to her. No, 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 that's his second wife. Okay, but okay, Dr. Seuss's first wife, Mm. he he did her so wrong. I know, it makes me so sad. If you don't know what we're talking about, look up the history of, like, Dr. Seuss's first wife. He treated her so badly. He, He cheated on her so much that it drove her to suicide. And then he, like, promptly married his mistress after that. Ugh, so fucked up. Awful. Yeah, ruining your childhood one step at a time. Welcome to our show. (laughs) So, Tim Burton almost directed this movie, but Mm -hmm. due to scheduling conflicts, he could not. Did you know that? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he was filming uh, Sleepy Hollow. So, a little tidbit. Sahara loves this movie. Yeah. She watched this all the time as a kid. Dude, I would watch it every year on Christmas Eve with me, my sister, and my dad. She loved this movie. Mm -hmm. So, Sahara, does this film have a special childhood place in your heart because of of that? Because you've seen it all the time? yeah. Yeah. I never... Not really so much for me, but... Which makes me even more surprised why The Cat in the High is a more, like... You know, I don't understand why it wasn't more popular. Yeah, because it kind of has the same like jokiness that the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. How the Grinch Stole Christmas and Cat in the Hat are very much the same. Yeah, I did watch Cat in the Hat a few times as a kid, but I didn't watch it like crazy. Guys, my favorite film: Cat in the Hat, The Bee Movie, and Caroline. Not Caroline, Coraline. You're a pick me, bro. No, I'm not. For that Bee Movie, yes, you are. I fucking love the Bee Movie, bro. You're a pick me. (laughs) Uh, Is this? Would you say this film is one of the classics, son? Oh yeah. All right. Do you think that you could live in Whoville? I love Whoville, yeah. I don't think you could live in Whoville. Why? They would hate you, bro. Why? I don't know. They'd be like, oh, that's Sahara. She's mad annoying. <laughs> Sahara Luhu. Looking at us. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you really think that you could live in Whoville, though? Yeah, why not? All right, I mean, if you say so. Or maybe, okay, cool. Or maybe we, do you, you have any questions? No, I don't have any questions. Okay, do you want to see who this film is story? Uh, yes, I do. So this film stars Jim Carrey, who is also in... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Mask. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. And Ace Ventura. But he's also in Sonic the Hedgehog. And the, the Truman Show. Oh, I've never seen the Truman Show. Yeah? Yeah, my friend told me not to watch it. It'll fuck me up. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. It's not like... It's, it's not like, don't worry, darling, type mm-hmm. of fuck you up. It's yeah. just like, it's sad. This film also stars Taylor Monson, and she is in Gossip Girl and Spy Kids 2, The I'm Island Gossip of Girl. Dreams. Dude, it's so fucking funny. What was Spy Kids 2 called? The Island of Lost Dreams. Oh, yeah. And she plays the president's daughter. The Island of Misfit Toys. But she's also in a band, I believe. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. She is? She She's is. like a punk band or something like that. Yeah. Christine Baranski, queen. I love her. She's in Mamma Mia. Here we go. Again. She's in The Good Wife and Bad Mom's Christmas. Ah. She's also in Adam's Family Values. So if you haven't seen that as well, we also have that. So go check out that episode. Mm-hmm. It was part of our Christmas, our Halloween month. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember Halloween month? I'm kidding. I remember. I loved our Halloween month. It's only like a month or two ago. Jeffrey Tambor, who's also in... The Death of Stalin. Yes. Great movie. I love it. You do? Yeah. Do you know what other movies he's also in? Uh, yes, actually. He's in Arrested Development, which is a show, granted. Yeah. But uh, he was also in... I had it written down here somewhere. Uh, was he in a play? Probably. Or Virginia Woolf, that play? Uh, no, that... Yeah, he was, Oh, no, that was uh, the guy who plays Marty Luhu. Or Lou Luhu, oh. my bad. I don't know where I got Marty from. Uh, he was in Hellboy, apparently. He's also in the... Oh, but he's in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Guess what? Guess who, guess who he voiced. Who? Guess. I don't know. You gotta guess. The king? Yeah. Tried it? He's King, king Neptune. Fucking... Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, he was also in... He was also in Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, in our last episode, we mentioned Jonah Hill was uh, Bob, like the blob in uh, that movie. Mm-hmm. He plays Carl Murphy. Nice. I don't. Do you know who that is? No. Uh, is that the president? <laughs> I think he is actually. <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, no, actually, that was Stephen Colbert. Mm. Carl Murphy is oh Susan's over emotional father. <laughs> so the main character's father. I'm dead. Are you ready to get into this movie? I am. He's also in The Hangover. Mm. And Paul. Do you remember Paul? Yeah. The alien? (laughs) I love that. I have to go see that with my Tiana's, like, friend. Do you know know where I was when I saw that movie for the first time? uh, uh, We can cut this out later, but my mom and Glenn had, like, just started dating. And you had to go see it with them? No, they were, like, at this, they were at their, his his house, Mm -hmm. like, his whole family was there, and it was on, and I was just like... All right. Anyway, go on. <laughs> ready to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> so we opened with snowfall. As we see the snow falling, we get in, we get to see what's inside the snowflake as the narrator begins the story, saying, Inside a snowflake, like the one on your sleeve, there happened a story you must see to believe. The narrator continues to tell us that, way up in the mountains, in the high range of pontoons, lay the small town of Whoville, the home of the Who's. Hey, real quick, yeah? before we go any further, yeah. I just want to say I just found this out. What? This movie, after it came out, spent four weeks as the number one film in the United States. Oh, really? Four weeks. That's I, I mean, wild. Granted, I mean, granted, it came out, like, in early November, uh, or oh, mid-November, really, yeah. so, That's leading up to Christmas. Ask anything and they'll have this to say. There's no place like Whoville around Christmas Day. Every window was flumped and every lamppost was dressed. And the Whoville band marched in their Christmas best. What do you think of the atmosphere of the Who's? Yeah, I uh, love they were it. very like jolly and I love it. I, just not even that, but just like, you know, like the, the buildings and the people and what they were wearing and like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I really loved it. Like, I just want to live in a Seuss world. Mm. It just seems so bright. Yeah. So the narrator continues by saying, Arbor Day was fine, and Easter was pleasant, and every St. Fizz Pheasant Day, they ate a Fizz Pheasant. 
But everyone knew to their twelve toes to their snout, they loved Christmas the most without a single who doubt. So after this beautiful narration, we see a department store that's just going crazy. Like everyone is at the register, and honestly, I would simply just cry. Oh, leave me alone. I know, because they're just handing this man money. So we meet Cindy Lou Who and uh, his dad, who is Christmas shopping for the family. So, so far, everything they say rhymes. So what do you think about that? Uh, it kind of gets annoying, not going to lie. Really? Like, I get, I get it. It's a Dr. Seuss book, yeah. but, like... <laughs> Chris is like, not them making up words. That, that word isn't real. Also, what do you think of the scene where everyone's just buying a whole bunch of stuff? Um, yeah, that, 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 that's Black Friday shopping. <laughs> oh, no. So... After this, we meet Cindy Lou, who's played by Taylor Momsen, carrying a whole bunch of presents, and she asks her dad uh, if he thinks that this is a bit much, and, uh, yeah, when we, when we buy groceries with your family, <laughs> filling up two carts mm-hmm. for, like, a week's worth of food. Yeah. Uh, her dad tells her that this is what Christmas is all about, we cut to people throwing gifts and money at the poor cashier, which yes. is kind of sad. He's like, don't forget your money. So outside, there's this counter, it's like three days... 17 hours and 32 minutes till Christmas and everyone in the street is stopping until like a store manager like uh, they're looking at it like oh wow Christmas is coming up mm-hmm. and uh, they're all standing there until a store manager announces that the store is having a 99% off of everything sale for 5 minutes only I wish some sales were would you like, participate? yeah oh fuck yeah I would I'd be, I'd be beating people up <laughs> get out of my way well, how much is 99% off? like a like dollar? well what? Like, 99% off of what? I don't know. Like, a wholesale? 99% off means, like, if something costs $100, you would only pay $1. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, you worded it weirdly. You're like, how much is 99% off? Like, $1? And I was like, Well, that's what I mean, because, like, if if this is, like, 100 and something, you'd be paying, like, fuck yeah, I'd be buying the most expensive shit. Like, I'm I'm Christian, I'm coming out with a fucking TV. Speaking speaking of which, by the way, Carvana went bankrupt or whatever. Really? Yeah, and they're, like, having to get rid of all their cars, and they're, like, not even selling, they're auctioning them off. (gasps) That's why. So get a car. I I want to replace my car. You're going to need to eventually. Might as well do it now. It's cheaper. So people storm that store, like, to get that sale as they finish decorating the town Christmas tree by topping it off with a star. And, uh... Cindy was right, by the way. She was like, yeah, y'all are, like, weird mm-hmm. about... She's like, y'all are focused on the wrong thing for Christmas. And, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of me. It kind of made me mad, too. I was like... Y'all yeah, are, it's a bit excessive. Y'all are everything wrong with Christmas. Yeah, and I would say it's a bit comical, but, like, people are really like People that. are really like that. Like, especially now. Like, I've never seen people so angry. But anyway, like, this guy almost got ran over by this car. Like, by the, like it's a store. It's pretty lit up. There's cars in front of us, cars behind us, and on the other lane, like, this guy was walking, and he almost got hit, and I thought for sure the car was going to stop. Rip the homie. I know, but, like, he jumps out of the way last minute. He starts screaming at this guy. Oh, my goodness. No, you'd be dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sahara was driving with a family member at the time, and the guy who was on, in the, standing in the road, might I add, mm-hmm. screams at the car. He's like, oh, you almost hit me. Uh... It, uh you could have killed me. I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna sue you. Or he's like, I could have sued you, or whatever. And Sarah's family member was like, no, nope. like rolls down the window and yells, no, you'd be dead. Based. They're very comical when they, when the situation demands it. 
he'd be on a hijacked plane and be like, oh, what? Now you're going to hold us mean, like, a ransom? What I mean about, like, Cindy and her problem about it is just, like, I remember when, like, we would put up our Christmas tree, like, probably weeks or a week before Christmas, you know? Oh, yeah. But now we, like, put up the Christmas tree, like, after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I get that people just want to have that, like, whimsical, like, spirit, you know? They want to feel it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just, like really sad how we've got so caught up in like this commercialized version of Christmas you know yeah it is it's kind of sad to be honest I don't like it personally but what can you do and it just makes even more sad because we're both like willing participants of it I mean it's even more so because like with that consumerism in mind Mm -hmm. the sales aren't even as good as they used to be yeah if they ever even were good Mm -hmm. maybe we just forgot but like they're not that good anyway I don't know and I thought maybe that was just the lessons movie Mm mhm yeah so we are back with a narration that says, yes, everyone in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. Did not. As this is being narrated, we see a big curved mountain, and inside we see the Grinch, played by Jim Carrey, look through binoculars as he sees four teenagers make their way to his door. And so we see two girls and two boys, the teenagers, as they're going up the mountain, and the girl's like, maybe we should go back. And one of the boys is like, you're scared of the Grinch. And she's like, no. He continues to tease and scare her by saying that the Grinch lives up in a big cave. He comes down when he's hungry for the taste of who flesh. Christian, is this how you flirt? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. And then. And then. So uh, as they climb higher and higher, they finally get to the top. And the Grinch's alarms go off, alerting him that they're at his door. And so as the teenagers get to the top, they freeze. And the girls are like, oh, I dare you to touch the door. And they get closer. They're about to touch it when the Grinch, air quotes, comes out and scares them down the mountain. And it's really just this big animatronic or whatever. And Max is barking into a microphone to make it sound scarier than Mm -hmm. it actually is. And so after that, we cut to a pile of garbage and rotting food and fruit and all that. And the Grinch grabs an onion to snack on, talking uh, about how uh, these ungrateful who's and he hatches a plan for them. And so... uh, did you, were you scared of the Grinch ever? My sister was. She'd be like, oh my god. Were you an, Cover like, her eyes type yeah, scared. Were you and uh, your sister were scared? No. And so uh, the Grinch calls his dog, Max, as I mentioned. And tells Did you know that Max is a girl? Maxine. No, her name's Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> what? The dog. The same as Max. No, in real life. Oh, okay. You didn't say that. You said, did you know the dog is a girl? And I was like, oh, like Maxine? Whatever. Uh, he's like, Max, get get my cloak. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder... You know what I just realized? Mm. He gets all of his stuff, and it's the stuff that the Who's throw away. Yes, he somebody, says that later. Did somebody get gift a Max, and they threw the dog out? Probably. That's really sad. That is sad. No wonder Max loves the Grinch so yeah, much. Yeah, I know. That makes me so sad. Yeah, but the Grinch still treats him like an asshole, and like... He treats him like that because he's like that. Yeah, but, like, compared to, like, the Benedict Cumberbatch ver- version, like, he treats Max, like, a lot better. Like, he'll probably say, like, oh, dog, I hate you, but really he, like, makes sure Max is never in harm's way when I think this version of the Grinch would, would like, I do not care. <laughs> so, literally, like, as I said just now, like, the Who's, he makes a point to all the Who's, like, oh, you're all only concerned about material stuff mm-hmm. and all this, you know what happens to all the stuff that you don't want? It ends up in, in, in your garbage, and he... And they send the garbage to his mountain or whatever, so he gets all of it. And but like, he get all of his stuff is from there. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, does that mean like someone gifted Max to somebody and who threw it away? That's mm-hmm. and I was like, that sucks. Yeah. That's really fucked up. 
No wonder he hates Who's. The, the, yeah, literally. Dude, the Who's, like, actually suck. No, like, they do for This movie, like, in the book and in the uh, old cartoon mm-hmm. or whatever, they make it look like the Grinch is just a hater. Mm-hmm. But, like, this movie does a really good job of, like, oh, the Who's just, like, generally literally. suck. Literally. Valid, though. So he tells Max that he's been too tolerant of these hoovenile delinquents. I I love that, hoovenile. And they're innocent and victimless pranks. So the Grinch is like... Pranks are not a victimless crime. (laughs) So the Grinch is like, so they want to get to know me, eh? They want a little quality time with the Grinch. And he's like, well, I could use a little social interaction. And I know I said Tiana was scared of the Grinch, but this smile was so terrifying. He's a... And, uh, so we haven't really seen his face up to this point. Yeah. So... It it's was, a bit of a jump scare. It's Jim Carrey. Oh. Also, he can just do that. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> That's not makeup, guys. So, after that, we see the Grinch in town with his cloak and a mask to cover his face. Uh, and we just see people like, oh, hello, Merry Christmas, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's one who's on his bike that just falls apart or whatever. And he's like, huh? And the Grinch tells Max that the city is a dangerous place as he hides, like, a saw behind his mm-hmm. back. Did you think he was going to kill someone? I did. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, it just finally hit me that he's the one that ruined their bike to crash. Yeah. Like, it just hit me watching this, and I was like, oh my god. That's funny. And so we get another a- narration that says, The Grinch hated Christmas. The whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be that his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all... Maybe it may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. So as the narration is happening, the Grinch gets uh, rid of the saw. He insults a policeman. Hey, cab. Hey, cab. <laughs> uh, and he trips a bunch of people and tells people that he hates Christmas whenever someone tells him Merry Christmas. So he, he woke up and chose it. He don't need an alarm clock. His hate <laughs> awakens him. So the store manager guy, he t- stops the Grinch and is like, Oh, I won't let you go. Uh, until you buy a chapeau and the Grinch just burps in his face and like his breath like, just puts him out mm-hmm. but we never see that guy again so I don't know maybe he died <laughs> uh, next we cut to Cindy and her dad walking through town and there's a bunch of presents and he tells her nothing beats Christmas right do you miss those wholesome teeth oh, movie dads oh my fucking god yes yeah do you think I'm like that I hope so man I am like that don't together. So Cindy is like, I guess. He's like, Cindy, what do you mean, I guess? And she's like, I see you and Mom driving each other crazy for Christmas. Doesn't this seem a bit too much? And before her dad can answer, her older brother comes storming out of nowhere. He looks like a straight-up popsicle. It turns out one of the one of her brother is one of the guys that was, like, sneaking up to the Grinch's mm-hmm. house. And their dad is like, oh, what happened? And he screams, the Grinch! And everybody in town just pauses, and the Grinch is like, what do you want? What do you want? I mean, the Grinch, oh, no. He's like, the Grinch? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> And the mayor of Whoville, played by Jeffrey Tambor, comes out and he's like, did someone say the Grinch? And the mayor just sees Cindy's dad, Lou, and calls him over to have a grown-up discussion. So Mayor Augustus, who tells Lou that he doesn't need to remind him that this Christmas marks the 1,000th hoopalation. And the book of Who says, very clearly, as he gets handed the book by his uh, assistant, quote, every size of Who we can measure knows that hoopalation is a time we must treasure. Um, I think that this film might be a commentary on how Christians treat Christmas. Yeah. Like, do you think the Hubilation, or the Book of Who is like the Bible? Probably. That's crazy. So Mayor Augustus asked Lou if the boys were not at Mount Crumpet, provoking the 
old creature within the billion billometers of here who hates Christmas. And the boys who overheard all of this conversation are like, but it was the Grinch. And Lou covers their mouths and is like, no, sir, the boys didn't see any Grinch and were probably just playing with matches or defacing public property. You know, teenage boy things. Would you do that? Oh, hell Deface yeah. public property? Yeah, I've done it before. Okay. <laughs> liar and the mayor's like oh thank god and then addresses the people like t- like the town crier hey, you all heard the man we have no Grinch problem here and everyone's like oh okay <laughs> and the mayor gets a spitball thrown at him by none other than the Grinch so next we cut to the Whoville also why are they just like denying that he exists yeah literally like y'all went to school with this man I literally it's not it's like one generation removed so we next cut to the Whoville post office and we see Lou just working like crazy mm-hmm. and uh was this homie on a lunch break earlier I don't know whatever so we see Lou is putting boxes in people's P.O. box and so he's like I don't understand why won't anyone talk about the Grinch and Lou explains that the Grinch is a what not a who this is who racism this is who racism <laughs> and Lou tells Cindy that the Grinch hates Christmas and points out his empty cobwebbed mailbox without a single Christmas card going in or out and uh do you think that like if he did participate they would like him or do you think it's just because they because we see later in the movie they kind of just made fun of him for being the way he is mm-hmm. I think it's just racism Cindy asks the Grinch uh, why does he get or, why, or asks why the Grinch gets treated this way he can't explain it because the front desk is like super busy and his co-worker's like we got a huge problem guys you might want to come see this <laughs> tight beat but as you see this huge problem it's uh, the Grinch is just mi- mixing up the letters <laughs> Homie's a hater, bro. Literally. He, he never, like, like goes out of his way to, like, hurt or attack mm-hmm. anybody. He's just like, let me fuck up the mail. Yeah, literally. It's such a huge inconvenience. Like, it's so evil. It's genius. That's so Grinch. <laughs> uh, he's just throwing different mails in boxes. He's like, it'll take them years to sort this out. He just keeps mixing it up. Like, this is hers. Now it's his. And this is his. But now it's hers. And for the rest of you, jury duty, jury duty, jury duty, blackmail, pink slip, chain letter, eviction notice, jury duty. <laughs> so I love that part. <laughs> jury duty. Also, uh, then we next, uh, we cut to Lou asking Cindy if she could take some of the mail to the back room, but be careful of the sorting machine. And so Cindy walks in the back, and, uh, did you think this was scary as a kid, like, all Just this? the way she walks in, and the way, like, it's just dark in there, like, it's so scary for no reason. Uh, and so Cindy looks around, and the Grinch, uh, his mask falls on the floor, and she picks it up, and we see that the Grinch, who's holding Max, uh, somehow scrambled up the wall to hide, like, he's, like, up there like a spider would mm-hmm. be, and Cindy, uh... Uh, doesn't see any of this. She's like, okay, whatever. And she starts to walk away, but then Max sneezes, uh, giving away their position. And, uh... <laughs> the Grinch is like, tight. <laughs> tight. And Cindy just screams, seeing this, and the Grinch screams back, like, here, you do Cindy screaming all over the Grinch. <laughs> do it back, ready? <laughs> well, it keeps going. <laughs> You hear that? The, 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 the Grinch. <laughs> and anyway, and she just like screams and like falls into the this pit of presence on the floor. Mm-hmm. I assume that was a sorting machine. Mm-hmm. And so Cindy gets stuck and can't pull herself out, and uh, she'll get uh, pushed under this uh, stamp that will crush her. And Cindy cries for help, and the Grinch tries to leave, but Max bites him. Is like, come on, mm-hmm. and the Grinch will uh, stays and helps Cindy out. And so the Grinch finally gives in, pulls Cindy out, whatever, and he takes the mail that she had in her hands and scolds her, telling that she's not supposed to take things that don't belong to you. What <laughs> a gaslighter? Literally. What's the matter with you? Some kind of wild animal? And she's like, no. 
And so as Cindy, as not Cindy, as he goes to leave, Cindy thanks him for saving her, which makes him stop in his tracks. He's like, "Is that what you thought I was doing?" She's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I really noticed you were improperly packaged." As he starts wrapping her up with wrapping paper, and tells Max to pick out a bow, and even uses Cindy's finger to help hold the paper while he tapes her up. He's like, "Hold this." Yeah, literally. <laughs> so Cindy's dad finally comes to check up on her as the uh, as the Grinch slips out and leaves. He sees Cindy is all wrapped up and starts helping her get it off. And she's about to tell him what happened, but he only thinks that she went to practice her Christmas wrapping. You know, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And Cindy's like, come I on, know, come on, man. Anyway, our nader, her nader, our nader, <laughs> tornader. Our narrator huh? comes back and tells us that sweet little Cindy didn't know what to do in her head, but bum tumbled a conflict or two. If the Grinch was so bad, then why did he save me? Maybe he wasn't so bad. Maybe, just maybe. So Cindy and Lou get home and find that there are no lights on in their house and assume that the mom is out shopping, but really she used all the light bulbs in the house to help decorate the Christmas tree. And I remember thinking this even as a kid, like, I'd be so pissed off if my mom did that. I'd be like, what the fuck? She does that now. (laughs) She doesn't use every light on the house. She drains your electric bill. So, uh, we see Betty Lou on top of the roof putting up more lights and tells them that it's great with your home because this year my house is going to win the greatest lights out of all of Whoville, like, contest thing. Mm-hmm. And Lou points out, you, you took the lights from the chandelier, and she's like, it's for the cause. <laughs> uh, uh, she's like, can you unscrew the light bulb in the fridge? <laughs> Talking to Cindy. And Betty talks herself as she continues to put up the lights, and she says, every year, Martha May Hoovier has the best it's lights. It's Hoovier. has the best lights. But well, not this year. This year, I'm going to beat that prim, perfect little prissy. Is she slut-shaming? A little bit. Martha, played by the amazing and talented Christine Baranski, like from Mom. Mamma Mia, is like, oh, Betty, hi. Hi. Okay, R- rate this outfit. It's a six for me. Nine. Really? Yeah. That, that, this it, well, it was a seven, but there's a little two things that help. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. No, it, don't it, stick to it, your guns. No, this outfit's kind of bad. Like bad for even the theme of this movie. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's a five. <laughs> Stop. So I've just been biting Sahara's legs here. Uh, Martha tells Betty that her house looks really great and she shows Betty an antique chandelier that's almost a hundred years old and this new toy and it's a machine that like it's like a cannon that will mm-hmm. put up Christmas lights for her so Martha doesn't have to get off the roof and Betty's like huh? Betty is shook and so next we cut to uh, Lou's phone ringing and Lou answers it and the person who we can't hear uh, but they ask Lou if his sub-zero chillibrator is running Lou says I suppose and the Grinch just screams into the phone well you better go catch it <laughs> This homie's a menace, and I love it. I can just watch an entire movie of him doing menacing shit. Jesus Christ. So they both, uh, whatever. So we see that the Grinch has been making prank calls, and Max just looks unimpressed, and the Grinch is like, all right, let's go home. And so they go down this garbage chute that takes them up to the mountain. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) And so they both land on the garbage dump, and they see more stuff has come down. It's like hazardous waste. And, uh... How can he eat all of this? I get, I get. I feel like he's still supposed to just be a who, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we then cut to Cindy being conflicted about Christmas, and she breaks out in the best song ever. Where are you, Christmas? Something, something. So we cut back to the Grinch's cave, and it's super huge. has a bunch of, like, stuff in it. And Grinch, he changes into something more comfortable. And he, like, thinks about Cindy. He's like, I hope he, she's scarred for life. But it's strange that she didn't wrap me out. 
Uh, and so the Grinch uh, has like an x-ray that scans his heart to make sure it's still tiny and then he plays with Max for a little bit and uh, Grinch gets on his bed to check his messages and uh, <laughs> <did> you... <laughs> what? what? nothing you're just funny thank you but I'm being so serious you, though you think it's, that his message machine he's like you like have Spongebob no messages, messages. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he has no messages. He checks the outgoing. We hear voicemail that people would hear if they were to call him. And he tells people that if you utter so much as one syllable, I'll hunt you down and gut you like a fish. If you like the facts, we press the star key. <laughs> and he's like, great, no messages. And sits in his recliner, just letting the dogs out as the socks fearfully run away as he chews on a glass bottle to eat. The Grinch tells Max he doesn't know why he ever leaves this place. He's got all the company he needs right here. And starts playing with his echo. He's like, hello, hello. How are you? How are you? I asked you first. I asked you first. Well, that's really mature, saying exactly what I say. Who's really mature, saying exactly what I say? I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, the Grinch gets pissed off. He's like, all right, fine. I'm not taking any more. In fact, I'm going to whisper. So that by the time my voice reverberates off the walls and gets back to me, I won't be able to hear it. You're an idiot! <laughs> and so the Grinch breaks another glass tea. He's like, I'm eating because I'm bored. Yes, the answer is always yes. So the Grinch curls into a little ball to make himself feel better, which is kind of sad. So next we cut back to Sydney. She she goes door-to-door asking about the Grinch. Her first stop are uh, the women who raised him, apparently. We even have a narration that says, Sydney Lou, who had some question in her curious heart, why did the Grinch hate Christmas? Where did it all start? With her dad's blob a quarter, she wouldn't give an inch. She then asks the two women in their own words or whatever, like, oh, please tell me everything you know about the Grinch. Uh, she's like, oh, where did uh, he cut? Also, that rhymes mm-hmm. with what the Alice said. Mm-hmm. Another rhyming thing. It gets really bad towards the end. Yeah, she then asked the two women in their own words, please tell me everything you know about the Grinch. She asked, where did he come from? And they were like, oh, he came how all babies come. On calm nights, baby who are girls and tiny who fellas drift from the sky in their own pumpercellas. And we see babies laying in front of houses, and some guy opens the door. He's like, honey, the baby's here. It looks just like your boss. <laughs> did, I do, did I do good? You, you do the voice. Honey, our baby's here. It looks just like your boss. <laughs> uh, you know that, that like meme that you see on TikTok? Is like, yeah. it's, it's like the same meme. It'll be like, uh, even I'm finishing my story and it was all a dream it's like that guy writing it's like on fire that was the people who wrote this movie it's like people who wrote this movie Dr. Seuss so Cindy is Christmas. like so Cindy is like oh so that's how it all works and then we would continue to tell Cindy that it was Christmas Eve and a strange wind blew in that night and the Grinch lands in their tree outside as they have their annual holiday get together Christian that's how I imagine your work Christmas Dude, that party, Christmas party was lame <laughs> Like, we literally, it was like a bu- kind of a buffet, mm-hmm. sort of, but you just go through once. You get your food, you go sit down, and then we, we just sit there while they do their little presentation. That's so gay. It was gay. You should have come. Free food. <laughs> so the woman tells Cindy that it was morning before anyone realized he was outside, which, like, how many who babies freeze to death? Literally. Because <laughs> the Grinch has fur. They don't. Mm-hmm. And so they continue by saying they knew right away the Grinch was special. Not because he was green, because when they offered it, when he was a baby, they offered him cookies from a Santa plate, and he was able to say Santa and then eat the plate. Uh, the women say he was a wonderful child, and that it was treated the same as any who child by raising him with love, the love of for Christmas. 
So next we see another flashback of the Grinch in school, and their teacher explaining that it's that time of year to bring in a special gift for that special someone. And the Grinch is like, whatever. And so next we see Cindy interviewing Martha Mayhew, or uh, Mayhew-Vier, and she tells Cindy that he had no sense of color coordination. Okay, write that off it. Uh, I forgot what it looked like. It was like teal, and it kind of had like rumples on the side. It was kind of a five. Because I feel like... And she had her hair up. I I'll, really go, liked I'll her give hair. it a five, I guess. Yeah. It just looked hard to sit in. Martha says she hardly remembers him because she was far too busy with her studies. Did you get a flashback? And this bitch is just staring at him like... <laughs> uh, uh, she was down She was down bad. tremendously. We then see Cindy interview the mayor and he tells her that the Grinch always had a crush on Martha, but she was the, she was my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and, yeah, he t- and he tells her that he tried to take the Grinch under his wing. We get a flashback of child Augustus, the mayor, talking shit He's, and he doesn't have a chance with her. He's like, you're eight years old and you have a beard. <laughs> And all the kids laugh at him in the, in the, in the present. The mayor's like, yeah, all that hair on him. Nasty. And so back in the flashback, everyone leaves, and it's just the Grinch and Martha. And she tells him that Christmas is my favorite holiday, and I just love the colors. Red and green. Martha was a little slut, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, de- she deserved that slut-shaming, bro. She deserved that. Anyway, I'm just kidding. But, um... And uh, Grinch has, like, little hard eyes as she walks away. We then cut back to present Martha asking if Cindy asked her if she has a crush on the Grinch. And laughs like, oh, do I have a cr- crush on the Grinch? Of course not. Cindy's like, I never asked that. <laughs> uh, we then have a flashback of the Grinch going through garbage as his mom's voice uh, says he came home that day really into the Christmas spirit. Uh... We see young Grinch going through the house just to make a tree topper for Martha. It's like this angel-looking thing. Mm-hmm. And we see young Grinch. He looks in the mirror. He thought of ever, what everyone said about his hair. And he picks up the shaver. Mm-hmm. And we cut to go to school. And the teacher asks if everyone gives their gifts away. And Grinch is like, I haven't. <laughs> and he has a, this bag over his head while giving his gift to Marsha. Or Mar- Marsha. Martha. And everyone's like, dude, what the hell? And the teacher is like, what? Grinch, why do you have a bag on your head? And the young mayor is like, probably because he's embarrassed of his ugly gift. And the teacher asks him, Grinch, take the bag off. And he puts a book up to cover his face as he takes the bag off. He's like, and put the book down. And he does. And his foot is, like, covering his face. And she's like, and your foot. And he does. And it shows, like, he has a bunch of, like, cuts or mm-hmm. nicks or whatever from, from shaving. Mm-hmm. There's, ba- like, they're not band-aids, actually. There uh, was a band-aid. There was a band-aid. Oh, there, there was one band-aid, but they were, like, it was toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Like, covering his face. And, uh... Everyone is like, look at that. And the young mayor is like, look at that hack job. And everyone, even the teachers start laughing mm. at him. Like, what is wrong with y'all? And so the Grinch loses. He, he throws Martha's Not gift. Not going to acknowledge that. No. <laughs> uh, and if, I, I didn't have art anyway. You didn't have Miss Fish? I, tr- I tried. It was like, I signed up have for. Have you ever seen her? I signed up for art my freshman year, and the art teacher quit on the first, like, the day, right before the first day. And so we had, it was that other class, like current events or something. Dang. I know, it is what it is. And so, the Grinch uh, just loses it. He loses it, he throws Martha's gift and other presents around the room, and even, he picks up the school Christmas tree, uh, he's like, I hate Christmas! And uh, everyone in the present is like, uh, about how they remember it, the mayor's like, the anger! And this assistant is like, the fury at Custom Martha, and she's like, the muscles! <laughs> she is so... Yeah. Tremendous. Horny. Horny. <laughs> Uh, we cut back to the flashback, and the Grinch throws the tree or whatever, and the kids are screaming and running as young Martha watches. She's kind of sad. She's like, damn. Uh, and in the present self, she tells Cindy, like, it was a horrible day when they were so cruel to him. 
and uh, and I could hardly bear it as like tears well up in her eyes. Oh, I never realized she cried before. I was like, oh wow. And so we cut back to a young Grinch climbing up Mount Crumpet as he screams like, I hate Christmas. And we hear President Martha say that that was the last time anyone ever saw him. As Cindy walks uh, the town looking up at the mountain, we cut to another flashback of the young Grinch cold and alone on top of the mountain as it transitions to the present. As we get another narration that says, So whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood outside his cave, hating the Who's. So what do you think of that backstory? It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Like, the, the, I'm it's like, pretty Damn. valid. And so the Grinch gets out this uh, phone book or whatever, and he starts uh, reading the names. He's like, I hate you! Or whatever. And then like, the next day... He's like, alphabetically. Alphabetically. And he's like, he's like, hate, 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 double hate, loathe entirely. Yeah. And the Grinch, uh, he's like, here's the Who's, like, singing, having a good time at their hubilation. And we hear the narrator's voice again. He says, he snarled with a sneer. And the Grinch says, tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. And then he tells Max to fetch him his sedatives. <laughs> his sedatives. Fetch me my sedatives. So next we see the town celebrating the hubilation. We see Cindy and her family walking to town. And Cindy tells her dad that she's going to do something drastic. And dad is, like, obviously not paying attention or whatever. He's like, cool, ask your mom. She's like, where is mom? And she stole, she was like stealing the stoplight for the Christmas tree display or for Christmas light display. And we hear a car crash as she's walking away with it. Woo. Oh, what did you think of the Lou Who's uh, dinner costumes, by the way? it was really cute. Really? You didn't I like it? I loved it. Lou just has his work uniform on. I know. <laughs> and so the fanfare is going on. Everyone's having a good time at Town Square. And uh, what did you, you think of Martha May Who's uh, Hubilation outfit? It's so cute. It's an eight. Very iconic. It's an eight. It's not my favorite outfit, but it's... Uh, it's really not my favorite it. either, but it's good. So the mayor comes out and announces the nominations for the Whoville Holiday Cheermeister. And Cindy is like, I nominate the Grinch. And everyone's like... Huh? And everyone's like, huh? And uh, the mayor calls Cindy up and he tells her he's going to quote a verse from the book of Who. The term Grinchy shall apply when Christmas spirit is in short supply. And he asks Cindy, does that sound like their holiday cheermeister? And Cindy, who has been studying the book of Who back to back, is like, no matter how different a Who may appear, he will always be welcomed with Christmas cheer. Got him. And the mayor's like, yes, but it says that, it also says, quote, the award cannot go to the Grinch because sometimes things get uh, lead pipe cinch. End quote. And Cindy's like, you made that up. And he's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, what page does it say? He's like, uh... Anyway, Cindy adds that the book also says the cheermeister is the one who deserves a backslap or a toast. And it goes to the soul at Christmas who needs it most. And she believes that this is a Grinch and tells the crowd if they are who's, she knows that they will too. And the mayor's like, well, the Grinch will never come down. And the assistant is like, and when he doesn't, the mayor will wear the crown. It's like, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone starts celebrating, and Cindy looks up the mountain. We then cut back to the Grinch, trying everything he can to drown out their Christmas music, such as putting nuts and bolts in a blender and covering his head under mm-hmm. a pillow. Yeah. We then see Cindy climbing up the mountain as the narrator says, The whipper winds whipped high above the whole town. A trip or a slip, you'd slide all the way down. But this girl had a mission. She knew what to do. She invited the Grinch herself, that brave Cindy Lou. So next we cut to the Grinch getting a giant toy monkey to play the cymbals. A giant toy what? I'm just kidding. No, go ahead. As he uses a jackhammer as Cindy knocks on the door. When no one answers, she decides to let herself in by using Max's doggy door and finds the Grinch having his head banged between the two cymbals. Uh-huh. So Cindy walks up to him and taps him on the shoulder. When he realizes she's there, he breaks the monkey's arms and tells her how dare she enters the Grinch's lair. 
She called for thunder, not get ready for the boom, as he tries to scare her away. Cindy is under unimpressed and is like, Mr. Grinch, my name is Cindy. And the Grinch is like, are you scared? And she's like, no. And the Grinch is like, denial is to be expected in the face of pure evil as he starts snarling and growling at her and even grabs the shirt to tail apart and tells her to leave before he kills again. I'll kill again! Literally, super dark. He tells her that he is a psycho. People did say, like, when I was looking at, like, how this movie was, like, received, they were like, oh, it's kind of dark sometimes. And I was like, Okay. Oh, what was dark? Was it the who racism or the little joke about eating her? Literally. He tells her that he's a psycho, and we see the most iconic meme happen in real time, which tires him out, and Cindy's like, maybe you need a timeout. And she laughs at him, and we get a fourth wall break, and the Grinch is like, kids these days, so desensitized by movies and television. Love that. He screams at her, asking what she wants, and she tells him she came to invite him to be a holiday cheermeister. He looks at the invitation she brought, and he laughs at her and walks away. Cindy follows him and is like, I know you hate Christmas, but if it all was just a big, huge misunderstanding, and the Grinch is like, I don't care. And Cindy continues by saying she herself is having some Yuletide doubts, and is, and he's like, womp womp. Womp womp. <laughs> Literally same. He's like, oh, well, so sad. Bye, Rocco. And Cindy's like, maybe if you could reunite with the Who's and be a part of Christmas, then maybe I'll be all right, too. Cindy tells him he has to accept this award, and the Grinch stops in his track, and he's like... Award? Yeah, literally. And Cindy's like, yeah, you get a trophy and everything. And he's like, I won? And she's like, yep. And he's like, does this mean that they were losers? And Cindy's like, I guess. Which makes the Grinch laugh. And he's like, oh, how did everyone in town take it? And Cindy's like, oh, the mayor wasn't happy. And Cindy tells the Grinch that Martha May will be there. And Grinch is like, oh, yeah. And Cindy's like, oh, yeah. And Cindy asks if he will come and says, oh, all right. And Grinch, uh, walking her towards the door, tells her that she reminds him of a less hairy him. And he tells her that, who knows, maybe this whole hubilation will change uh, my entire outlook on life. Seems like, really? He tells her, no. I'll put it while pulling a rope that sends her through a tunnel down the mountain through town. So, Max, seeing the invitation, he holds it up to the Grinch. And uh, we then cut to Cindy making it safely to town as her dad finds her and tells her she can make snow angels later, because she fell. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can make snow angels later when we walk back to the festivities. We cut back to the Grinch reading the invitation and tell, and he tells himself it's too short notice. Even if he wanted to go, his schedule is too booked. He looks over his schedule and says four, four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, saw world hunger, tell no one. Five thirty, jazzercise. Six thirty, dinner with me. And he tells himself he can't cancel out again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself loathing. And he says I'm booked up for the evening. He then says if he bumps the loathing to nine, he would be down in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. And then he thinks if he did go to the jubilation, what would he, what, what would I wear? <laughs> the Grinch then sees a tablecloth and takes and puts it, and takes it and puts it around his waist. Well, no, not even that. He like Houdini's it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he whips it with all the glasses yeah. still on it. And then he comes back and just like mess and put some all over the floor. <laughs> By the way. When they were filming this, mm-hmm. they were suppo- he was supposed to do that and whip all the glasses off. Mm-hmm. He accidentally, like, Houdini'd it. Really? And then he, like, came back and, like, <laughs> like he improvised and just came and messed everything up. And they liked, really it be- they liked it better than him just whipping yeah, everything off. Yeah, that's good. So, he puts it around his way if he shows Max, and Max barks at him, and he tells Max that it's a kilt. It's a kilt! Sicko! So the Grinch goes through his closet and says he doesn't have anything nice to wear. Then he's not going until he hears a yodeler and thinks of That's it, I'm not going. Next we cut to the Grinch wearing a lederhosen. And he's filling himself in the mirror and he's like, nope, not going. He's like, oh, huh, uh-huh, that's it, I'm not going. (laughs) 
We then cut to the jubilation, and the mayor announces it's time for the holiday cheer award and tells the Grinch congratulations, but makes a point to be like, oh, but he's not here to receive his reward. Award. Whatever. So next we cut to the Grinch, saying that he'll swing by for a minute, allowing them to envy him, grab a handful of popcorn shrimp, and blow out of there. But then he Bro, popcorn shrimp is good as fuck. I'm Dude, I know. That sounds so good right now. Oh, my God. Oh, no, but we ordered pizza. <laughs> That it's it said okay. I just checked the app and it was like oh one to six minutes. I was like okay. I check now two to seven minutes. I'm like, where's this extra time coming from? <laughs> I read on Twitter that those times are. Famous. They're not, but I was but he's like on his way. Like I see them. I'm tracking him. Maybe he keeps like passing it. He's going and don't see you soon. Nine to nineteen minutes. Oh my god, I'm gonna starve to death, babe. <laughs> Keep going. I think he keeps passing her house and telling you. That's not my problem. And then he thinks that maybe this is another cruel prank. He says he will go, but he'll be fashionably late. Max, tired of the Grinch walking, talking in circles, pulls the rope, saying the Grinch to Whoville, just like he did to Cindy. So back That's it, I'm not going. <laughs> so back in Whoville, the mayor tells Cindy that since the Grinch is not here to claim his award, then the award will go to the runner-up. And the mayor assistant takes the mic to make an introduction to tell the audience of who's a man for whom Christmas comes not once a year, but every minute of every day. A handsome, noble man. A man who's had his tonsils removed twice. In the mirror, so he's like last. He's like, there's actually a funny story with that. And Martha rolls her eyes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so as the mayor starts telling the story, he gets interrupted by a rumbling. And it's uh, the Grinch being shot out of the tunnel and right into Martha May's breasts. Mm-hmm. And she is shocked. And he's like, it's good to see you again, Martha. <laughs> Uh, and Cindy is like, he made it! And the Grinch stands up and faces the crowd, but they're terrified of him, and he says, boom! And the whole crowd, like, screams. Uh, subtitles say, uh, hot crowd, hot crowd, but Sahara said these, like, I thought he said tough crowd. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, whatever. Uh, tough crowd, tough crowd. So the Grinch says, I'm here to receive some award of some kind, and the child mentioned a, a check. And Cindy is like, no, I didn't. And they're just like, all right, where's my award? While I'm young. And the mayor's like, don't worry, Mr. Grinch, you'll get your award. But first, a little family reunion. <laughs> and those two women that raised him run up. Anyway, and the women that raised the Grinch comes up to him, and he's like, oh, my God, you, you're still alive? Valid, though. <laughs> Me going to my parents' house. <laughs> so they give uh, the Grinch a sweater, and they put him in a chair of cheer. And the Grinch is like, Cindy, you never mentioned a chair of cheer. And she's like, just go along with it. And so he gets put in the chair, and they parade around town. And he has to judge the who pudding cook-off. And they're just force-feeding him. Yeah. It's kind of making me uncomfortable. I'm I know. Like, uh, uh, they're like, oh, oh, this is homemade. This is this. And they're like, this isn't even pudding. And just put it. I know. He's like, then what is it? Anyway. And there's, like, this Christmas conga. And he has to judge the fruitcake. And they're force-feeding him. And then fudge. And the Grinch kind of, like, uh, he kind of gets into it mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, all right, that's it. And he, like, opens his mouth when they're eating it, handing him like, fudge. come on. Come on. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Just if eating, like, taking all the fudge. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <coughs> he even is enjoying the sack race a little bit, and he wins as, like, chariots of fire plays. And they, like, raise him up. He's like, I did it. I'm number one. He's like, I'm number on. one. I won, and I never win. <laughs> He's actually getting into it. To yeah, I know. And Martha cheers for him. Yeah, and uh, he gets a crown, and the mayor's like, it's time for your award. 
and it's the tradition of present pass it on so they always start with the cheermeister so the mayor hands him a present the Grinch is super excited to open it and it's an electric chair trimmer I know like from when he was a kid and got bullied so messed up and he's just like staring at it like grinding his teeth I know teeth. that's cause his worst nightmare came true like he was really excited to be there and just happy to get along and just you know it makes me really sad that he ruined that for him because it, the mayor won't let go of like childish right yeah and the mayor's like it's the gift of a Christmas shave and everyone laughs and the, and the Grinch is like okay mm-hmm. and then the mayor gives his next gift to Martha he's like no Martha uh, and he proposes to her mm-hmm. and she's like and if you do you'll get a brand, a brand new, like speaks into the mic like uh, the Price is Right host mm-hmm. a brand new car all paid and funded by the town's taxpayers I'd be so mad I'd be like our, <laughs> our <laughs> car <laughs> anyway so Martha's like um I um these gifts are quite dazzling but, f- but before she can give an answer the Grinch scratches the car and tells the crowd of, of course, course they, they are. are that's what this is all about isn't it this is what it's always been about gifts 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 you know what happens to your gifts they all come to me in, in your garbage gar- you see what I'm saying in your garbage I can hang I myself know. with all the bad Christmas neckties I found at the dump and the avarice the avarice never ends. I want golf clubs. I want diamonds. I want a pony so I can ride it twice, get bored, and sell it to make glue. I don't want to make waves, but this whole Christmas season is stupid, stupid, stupid. There is, however, one teeny tiny Christmas tradition I find quite meaningful. As he goes up to Martha, takes the mistletoe off her engagement ring, and puts it on his butt and tells the crowd to kiss it, which sends everyone into an uproar, and Martha even faints. He's like... So what do you think of that monologue? Banger monologue. Literally. So the Grinch grabs the trimmer that the mayor got him and shaves his head, and everyone is running in different directions. The Grinch goes up to a who that has moonshine and takes a swig and is able to find a lighter and blow the town's Christmas tree up in flames. The tree is completely destroyed, and the only thing not destroyed in the fire is the ornaments and the giant star that was on top. The mayor tells his assistant to do something, so this homie decides it's best that he shaves his head like the mayor too. Uh, I think, did we mention that he, like, shaved the mayor's head? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay, we did. sorry. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, the police are out looking for the Grinch as the Grinch tries to get a ride, but finds these small, tiny people and takes their car. So, the Grinch ends up crashing amongst the chaos when he sees that the car is leaking and on fire. He's like, it's gonna blow! And he's, like, <laughs> running away. And there's, like, a huge, like, Mission Impossible-type explosion behind him. Mm-hmm. It's so huge that, like, like up from up on the mountain, we mm-hmm. can see the explosion shooting up into the sky. Mm-hmm. I think that's a Blazing Saddles reference. Is it? I don't know. It seems like... Okay. Like, you know what I mean, though? When the horses go up in the explosion. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go on. So after everything is over and calm and everyone is assessing the damage, the mayor tells Lou that he is hurt, and he doesn't hurt easily, but Lou and his family, and tells Lou that he is so disappointed, and asks if we can all get back to Christmas the way it should be, Grinchless, as the mayor takes the cheermeister crown and is handed the trophy and tells the crowd, Merry Christmas, and does crowd control. Cindy tearfully tells her family she just wanted everyone to be together for Christmas. Next we cut to the Grinch sending himself home, when he sees that the Who's just got another tree, and he's like, what the fuck? Did they even listen to what I said? No, no. Next, we cut to the huge clock that count down to Christmas, and the bellman yells only four hours until Christmas. We get a narration that tells us, yes, the Grinch knew. Tomorrow, all the Who girls and boys would, would wait bright and early and rush for their toys. 
We see the Grinch complain about all the noise and say that they'll bang on their tongue tinglers, they'll blow their flu flounders, they'll crash on jing jinglers and bounce on Boeing bounders. The narration continues and says, then who's young and old would sit down to feast and they'll feast and they'll feast as the Grinch gets super toddler angry about all the feasting and tells us that they'll do who pudding and where who roast beast, which is something he cannot stand in the least. The narration continues and says, And the more the Grinch thought of what Christmas would bring, the more the Grinch thought, and the Grinch says he must stop this whole thing, and he says he must stop this Christmas. But how? We're getting a real Dr. Sussy in here. <laughs> so the Grinch goes inside and finds that Max has been partying and just living it up, and the Grinch is like, Are you having a holly jolly Christmas? And then kicks him outside. Like, I know. So Max, thrown into the snow, Grinch picks him up and sees that he has a beard and you hear the narration say that the Grinch got an idea, an awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful awful idea. And the Grinch is like I know just what to do as we see him come up with a Santa Claus costume. Why does he have this, by the way? I think he makes it. Probably. Oh yeah. And we hear the narration again. I was like, homie just keeps one on standby. Forgot he made it. Uh, the Grinch laughed in his throat and he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat and he chuckled and chuckled at his great Grinchy trick. And we see the Grinch look in the mirror at his own creation and say, with this coat and this hat, I'll just look I'll look just like St. Nick, as you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch plays. So no. iconic. Do you no. know who sings that? Who? That version. Who? Jim Carrey. I was about to say, is it Jim Carrey? Yeah. Or a mean <laughs> one, Mr. Grinch. So, we see the Grinch get parts for his sleigh by going through the garbage and welding them all together by himself in one night. Mm-hmm. Gotta ask my friend, if, uh, who's a welder, if that's possible. So, next we cut to the Grinch spying on Santa, seeing that he's almost done uh, with his gift-giving, but then realizes uh, he forgot about the reindeer. Uh, And we get another narration, quote, Did that stop the old Grinch? No. The Grinch simply said, If I can't find reindeer, I'll make one instead. He says to and Max, and Max is like, Fuck no, and runs away. The narration continues, quote, So he called his dog Max, and he took some red thread and tied a big horn on top of his head. So the Grinch starts up his makeshift sled, uh, and off they fly, and the Grinch is like, is, is like screaming, we're gonna die, I'm gonna throw up, and then we're gonna die, but they, but they make it out alive. Mm-hmm. He's like, ooh, almost lost, almost lost my cool there. <laughs> and so the narrator says, all their windows were dark, quiet snow filled the air, all the Who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care, when he came to the first little house on the square. So the Grinch is able to land as we cut to the uh, Betty and Lou hearing the Grinch land on their house. They think it's Santa and they go right back to sleep. The narrator continues, the old Grinchy claws hissed as he, as he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. He'd slide down the chimney a rather tight pinch, but if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. As the Grinch gets and tries to slide down the chimney, the narrator continues, he got stuck only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck head out of the fireplace flue, where the little who stockings all hung in a row. But uh, the Grinch is like, why is that voice there? He's no, like, well, he, 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 he all just like the narrator voice. He's like, he's be like, quiet. Yeah. Or whatever. And the narrator starts whispering. So the Grinch decides to take the stockings first by using moths. And he uses like this uh, tunnel to suck up all, like a vacuum t- mm. like pipe to suck up all the presents. This wakes Cindy up and she's like, oh, I'm going to go check that out. 
The narrator pops up again, telling us that the Grinch, quote, Then he slunk to the icebox. He eyed the Who's feast. He took the Who pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out that icebox as, qu as quick as a flash. Why, that Grinch, he even took their last can of Who hash. <laughs> We'd be smoking that Who hash. <laughs> then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now the Grinch, uh, now said the Grinch, I'll stuff up the tree. The narr narrator tells the Grinch, and it tells us that the Grinch, quote, grabbed the tree and he started to shove when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. The Grinch had been caught by this tiny who daughter. He'd got out of bed for a cup of cold water. I thought she went to, went to investigate. So Cindy, thinking of the Grinch, Santa asks what he's doing with their Christmas tree. And narr the narrator says, but you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick. He thought up a lie and he thought it up quick. The Grinch tells Cindy that he is taking her tree because it won't light on one side, so he's going to take it home to his workshop in the North Pole. He plans to fix it up there and bring the tree right back. Cindy asks Santa what's, what's Christmas really about, and Grinch answers, it's about presents, I suppose. And Cindy, super disappointed, is like, I thought you might say that. The narrator says that the Grinch then, quote, patted her head and got her a drink, and sent her, he sent her to bed. So how does that, like, how do you, what do you think of that being played out in the live-action version, since that's literally what happens in the cartoon? Wait, he says it's about presents, I suppose? No, 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 it's about, like, where Cindy catches him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he sends her right off back to bed. I think it works, I guess. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I feel like she would recognize it was a Grinch, though. Mm -hmm. The narrator tells us that, quote, when Cindy Lou went up with her cup, the, Grin uh, uh, the Grinch says, uh, she's a nice kid, but a bad judge of character. And, but then the narrator continues and says, the Grinch, quote, went up the chimney and stuffed the tree up, and the last thing he took was the log for their fire. On the walls, he left nothing but some hooks and some wire, and one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant around each who home, and he took every present. So we see a montage of the Grinch getting every house and just taking everything by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. When the Grinch gets to the mayor's house, we find that he talks in his sleep, and he says, Martha, have you ever been kissed by a man who lost his tonsils twice? And the Grinch plays along, and is like, no, silly. And the mayor puckers up, and the Grinch grabs Max and makes the mayor kiss Max's butt. Poor dog. Okay. So the Grinch takes his presents and shit as well, and even, like, attaches his bed to something as mm -hmm. well. Uh, and so the Grinch goes to fly away with all the presents, and he finds that the presents are one, uh, one too heavy to get him off the ground, and he ran, or he ran out of gas. Mm -hmm. The Grinch turns to Max and is like, what are you laughing at, Rudolph? We then cut to Max pulling the sleigh all by himself. I know. It makes me so sad. It makes sad. you sad? Also, they, like, clear this up in the Cumberbatch version. Oh, why? They find a reindeer in the cartoon. They said animal cruelty. Literally. <laughs> and we get the narrator again, and he says that 3,000 feet up the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode with his load to the tip-top to dump it. So they get to the top, and Max passes out from overworking, and a Grinch yells that, We did it! We did it! He looks over at the town, and is like, They should be waking up any minute now. He says he knows just what they'll do. All those who's down in Whoville will all cry. We get a cut of all the Who's waking up and going outside to walk to the center of town. We see a cop get into his car, but we see that the car has a, uh, been attached to the back, leading all the way to the mayor's bed. So when the cop starts the car and goes, the mayor's bed is pulled straight out of his house and onto the street. Everyone in town sees the mayor's PJs, including Martha May. Uh... Do you love that look? Do 10 out of 10. Uh, that blue look? Mm -hmm. I love that. That's, a, that's my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite. That's a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Go Martha May. So the mayor asks everyone in town who could have stolen all their gifts and tells everybody this is what happened when we invite the Grinch to things. 
Christmas is a destroy and tells everyone that they should have listened to him and not some not-to-be-taken-seriously little girl. Which, what do you mean by that? I know, literally. He tells Cindy that he, she hopes she's proud of herself for what she has done. Uh, and then Lou, her dad, steps up and tells the mayor that if Cindy isn't proud, then he is, and tells the mayor and everyone that he's glad the Grinch took all their presents. And the mayor's like, you're glad the Grinch wrecked? No, not even wrecked, but pulverized Christmas? And Lou tells the mayor that no one can hurt Christmas because it isn't about the gifts or the contest or the fancy lights. That's what Cindy has been trying to tell everyone, and it's what she has been trying to tell me. And Cindy smiles proudly at her dad. And the mayor's, like, super over it. He tells, uh, he says, uh, like, this is a child, and Lou's like, she is my child. Yeah! Go, Lou. Lou tells everyone he doesn't need anything more for Christmas other than his family. And Lou tells everyone, Merry, Merry Christmas, and everyone is happy to celebrate with just each other. Cindy looks at the mountain and is like, maybe I should stop by, and takes the tunnel dump to the Grinch's house. So then we go to the Grinch, and he starts shoving the sleigh down the mountain, but it's so heavy, and he's having a hard time. And while it's ha- but while all that's happening, he hears everyone in Whoville singing. We get the narrator say that. Grinch heard a sound rising over the snow. It started low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sounded merry. But it was merry. Merry. Everyone who, every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presents at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came, and the Grinch, with Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling, and puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore, and the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. We see the Grinch think aloud uh, that maybe Christmas doesn't come from the store. Maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more, as his heart start growing and flinging him all across the mountain. And he's like, I'm feeling! <laughs> And the narrator tells us, quote, What happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. Mm-hmm. So now it's a size more than what it should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has heart cancer. <laughs> so the Grinch just starts crying, and I mean sobbing, and Max is like, okay, I guess. And through his tearful eyes, he watches the sun come up and tells Max that, oh, I love you, dog, and he hugs Max. And Max just starts licking him, and the Grinch is like, one step at a time. <laughs> So Max tells the Grinch to go get the presents before they get smashed, and the Grinch is like, oh no, the presents. He's like, I care. What's the deal? You know, like, why do I care? And the Grinch goes after the sleigh, and it slowly starts leading towards the edge of the mountain. So he runs to catch it, and at the last minute, he stops it just for a second, but it's so heavy, it, like, starts to pull him. He's like, maybe I should just let it go. It's just toys. And we see Cindy on top of the sack of presents, and, like, how did she get there so fast? I, mean, I assume she, she took there. the I assume she took the present. Yeah. But like why is she up there? Why? But not the present, not the present. I assume she took the pipe mm-hmm. thing, but why is she there on top of it? So the Grinch goes after the sleigh, so it slowly goes towards the other edge of the mountain, you know, Cindy's on top of it, all that. Grinch is like, What are you doing? She's like, I came to see you because no one should be alone at Christmas and the Grinch is like, Aw and he finds his newfound strength to help Cindy and also save all the presents. And the Grinch is able to get the sleigh over his head the muscles <laughs> and he is like I got you Cindy Lou so next we see Grinch Max and Cindy going down the mountain with presents back to Whoville and as they get closer to town they try to slow down but the brakes fail and Cindy's like we're gonna crash and Cindy and the Grinch tells Cindy that even if they even if they are both horribly mangled there'll be no sad faces on Christmas as they scream into town <laughs> and the two people that see this, uh, and the town townspeople see this, and Betty recognizes Cindy's voice and, and says, like, oh, help! And Martha sees it's the Grinch. So both Martha and Betty pull off their Christmas lights and they use it as, like, a net, like, catch thing for the sleigh. Uh, but they both end up being tugged behind it as Lou puts his hand up to stop the sleigh before it destroys the second tree. Mm-hmm. He said, stop. <laughs> stop right there. And the Grinch tells everyone Merry Christmas, and everyone cheers, but then the cop from earlier goes up to the Grinch, and the Grinch says, Yes, it was me. I took everything. 
and I'm really sorry, and I'm ready to suffer the consequences, because I am the Grinch that stole Christmas. And the op- I know, he, he said the line, he said the line! The officer does nothing, and the Grinch is like, aren't you gonna cuff me? And the mayor comes up and is like, yeah, you heard the Grinch, he even admits it, and the cop is like, yeah, I heard him alright. He said he was sorry. And it looks like everything is all here in the sleigh anyway. And the mayor, sensing a losing battle to people of will, asks for Martha May, and she calls down from the top of the sled. Again, how did she get up there? <laughs> she tells him Merry Christmas and tells him that she does have something for him, and she gives him back his engagement ring and tells him, I'm sorry, but my heart belongs to someone else. And she looks at the Grinch and, is, and, the, and the Grinch is like, uh, me? me? And she nods yes, and he dances and sings like, I got the girl, I got a girl, you know. And he goes to shake the mayor's hand and tells him, no hard feelings, dude. It's Christmas. And the Grinch laughs and tells the mayor to cheer up. And whatever. Uh, we cut to the Grinch relighting the Christmas tree, which lights up the whole town. And Cindy tells the Grinch, Merry Christmas, and kisses his cheek. And she tells him that his cheek uh, is so... And the Grinch is like, I know. And uh, he looks sadly at her and says, Harry. Uh, and she's like, no. He's like, greasy? Stinky? Grab his zit. And Cindy tells him, no, and that his cheek is warm. And both they both smile at each other and hold hands and Cindy starts the Who Christmas song as the Grinch pretends he knows the lyrics <laughs> like folly ollie whatever he says we then cut to the Grinch having a Who feast in his cave because it's probably the largest location to fit everybody as we get another narration that tells us that so the Grinch brought back the toys and the food for the feast and he he himself the Grinch carved the roast beef so the Grinch surrounded by family and friends as the choir sings Where Are You Christmas as we pull away from the cave, away from Whoville, and up back into the sky, back into the snowflake, still falling from the sky. Do you know who wrote a Where Are You Christmas? I told you this fact. But they don't know this. Okay, go ahead. Mariah Carey. <laughs> Where are you Christmas? Kristen. Kristen. The, the end. end. What did you think of that movie? What a movie. It's the best. It banger. Do you think the Grinch was right? Yes. How? You should have done it again. <laughs> Shouldn't have given them stuff. Do you think he's a good villain? Yes. Yeah, I think he's pretty great. Do you like the set design? Yes. Of the Whoville? Of his cave, mainly. But Whoville's oh, nice. Oh, is that your favorite? The Whoville's nice, too. What do you think? What's your favorite design, then? I like the cave, to be honest. You like the cave? I think my favorite is when we could see inside their houses. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. What do you think of Cindy Lou having a much bigger role than in the classic? I like it to be honest. Yeah. Just because like in the classic it seemed like it was just the Grinch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, why does this guy hate the whole town? But yeah. I like in this scene one two, you also see why he hates Christmas. Mm-hmm. They all suck, bro. Literally. Do you think Cindy could have been a Grinch herself and that's why she tries so hard for him? Maybe. Is that why, do, do you think that's why they have such a strong bond? Mm, yeah, I see that, because she's like, well, I don't want to hate Christmas, you yeah. know? So what do you think the Grinch's real name is? Uh, Octavius. Because <laughs> they establish that a, a Grinch is like a title. Yeah. Because they always say the Grinch or a Grinch. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what his name is. Archibald. Archibald. Lou. Oh, no, no, because no, they called him Grinch, like, in school. I, 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 I assume like the meaning kind of just comes from his name being the Grinch mm. like Grinchio you're being like the Grinch mm, okay Grinchio alright are you ready to is this a puff puff pass or a puff, puff puff smash it is a smash I, I love it let me get a little chick finish puff puff smash are you ready to rate it yeah ready yeah. one two three nine ooh nine banger it is a banger I wanted it's to not, say ten but not, 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 not my favorite Christmas 
not my favorite Christmas movie. It's got to be Elf. Yeah. But it's up there. It's up there? It's okay. Up there. What's your dream bullet rotation? Grinch. Okay. Uh, Martha May. Okay. Um, Max. Okay. And... Uh, God, what's it called? Uh, that stupid, uh, roast beast. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Max, uh, the cashier from the beginning. He needs the it. yodeler. He needs it, bro. The echo in the bro, cave. Bro, the cashier needs some Christmas Dude, hash. <laughs> the yodeler. And yes. I think the Martha May's, uh, elementary Christmas present. So, guys, you can follow us on Twitter at Puff Pass Podcast. But only if you want to. We're also on Tumblr. We are Puff Puff Pass Podcast. But if you just want to say hi and email us, we are Puff Puff Podcast 23 at gmail.com. We will not be doing Sober Thoughts this month, but we will be having a little special New Year's for you guys. Where, where we will announce what our January month will be. Mm-hmm. So, Merry Christmas, you guys. Enjoy the holiday. Enjoy your days off. Like, and honestly... Yeah. Or just, you know, just be a little nicer to people. You know, we're all a little stressed out. We don't know what anybody else is going through. So let's just... You know, try to be a little bit more considerate during the holiday seasons. But Merry Christmas, you guys. Yeah. Sounds good. Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> we'll catch y'all later. Bye.